is the best time to retire? Well, there's really no right or wrong answer there, but on today's show, we're going to highlight a few things you can do now to help ensure you and your finances are ready when it is time to take that big step. And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined as always by Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. Jay, Brittany, how are you doing? We're doing great, Chrissy. How are you today? Hey, Chrissy. I can't complain. I'm great. I'm excited to, to spend some time with you guys. Absolutely. So yeah. are we. We're looking forward to it. Jay and Brittany Hagee own Allon Planning Partners, and together they lead the financial planning team. Brittany, Jay, I imagine that you hear this question in your job every single day. How do I get ready to retire? Am I ready to retire? Mm-hmm. When can I retire? And then how do we even break this down? Well, that's one of the main questions that we get from everyone we sit down with is, um, where are we on this journey to uh, retirement? You know, uh, how soon can we retire? Um, it doesn't matter what age they are. You know, I had a couple in my office uh, yesterday that were in their 30s. And uh, they were asking me, hey, can we retire in the next 10 years? And I said, well, Yes, if you prioritize well and if you plan well, right? It really depends on a few things. And and, uh, what I talk about all the time with the people that sit down uh, with us is maintaining your lifestyle in retirement. Now, if you're going to retire early in your 40s or 50s, you may want to make sure that you have a good grip and handle on a few things, right? Like that you have buckets of money placed aside to to utilize, uh, to maintain your lifestyle. And maybe you want to uh, prioritize the things that that matter to you to where you can uh, have lower expenses in retirement, right? Especially if it's a long period of time. But today, I think we're going to talk about a few things, Chrissy, that that we talk about with our clients that that walk in and the prospects that walk into our office um, about uh, what is the priorities and what should they look at if they are looking to retire soon. And beginning with what matters most to you? What, what is most important as you are planning towards the lifestyle you want in retirement? You may want to maintain your current lifestyle. You may want your lifestyle to shift a bit. You may downsize and mm-hmm. determine, hey, let's lower our expenses during that season. So, I mean, there's you just got to determine, first of all, what are my priorities? Do I want travel money? Do I want to take mm-hmm. trips every month? Uh, do I want extra dis- discretionary income or extra discretionary dollars? Uh, you know, how am I going to replace the income I've got? So looking at kind of those few core things and, um, you know, doing the math there. So we need to consider, too, if you may need to downsize. That's something to definitely take a look at Mm -hmm. uh, with your with your home. Do you want to downsize and, uh, you know, help decrease that income gap that you may have from full time work to retirement? So that's something to consider uh, that extra money, you know, that that's made up there could be used in many other places in your plan for other expenses or to add that discretionary dollars or travel money. You might even consider relocating. That's Mm -hmm. something just to think about. We recently have had since the beginning of 2022, we have had a handful of families that we serve quite a few actually, yeah, move to Tennessee Mm -hmm. from another state. And the number one reason, what do you think was Chrissy? Could you guess? I think I'm going to I because I lived in Nevada I'm going to guess that mm-hmm. there is no state 
income tax. That's, That's a big it. one. <laughs> yes. That was the number Cost one reason. Cost of living and yeah. state of income. Tax. They were talking about taxes. We've got to reduce our taxes. And Tennessee is just so much better. One from California, uh, one from the Pacific North Northwest. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they're they're just saying we got to lower our taxes. And that was something that they reconsidered. We have recently... Um, met some new friends and they moved here from Illinois Mm -hmm. and they were in the exact same situation. Um, They have their, their business owners, small business owners, and they were considering where, where do we want to relocate to? We've got to decrease our, our taxes here. And this is where they landed the state of Tennessee. So that is a benefit for locals here. Um, But there are other States obviously that offer that as well for our other listeners. And uh, so that's something to consider pros and cons of potential, uh, you know, relocating. Yes. And so like, as Brittany was saying, doing the math is the most important piece here is so when we sit down with someone and they say, Hey, can I retire in the next five years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever that may look like for them. We look at the math. Okay. Here's what the income says. Here's what the buckets of money that you have for retirement say that, that you have. Here's what your expenses say, right? You need to re- reprioritize to see how can I maintain my lifestyle with X amount of expenses over the next 30 years. And then we have to uh, calculate in things such as inflation, right? Because we all know that that dirty word of inflation right now is hitting us hard. <laughs> um, and oh. so we, we have to keep up with, with that in order to continue our lifestyle and, and maintain those expenses over over a long period of time. So we want to do the math to begin with and prioritize. Can you make your life simpler? Can Is there some things that you can cut? Um, can you streamline some things? Are you paying too many cell phone bills? Are you paying all your kids' cell phone bills? Are you Streaming paying- or subscription services Absolutely. is a big one that we see just eating up clients' budgets. I mean, you've got so many options. ESPN, Netflix, Hulu, We're YouTube We're getting nickel and dime to death. Yeah, I mean, and you'd think, oh, it's no big deal, $5.99, Oh, it's a big deal. But it adds... It is. It absolutely adds up. And people are seeing their their accounts drained and they're like, where where'd my money go? So you got to sit down and look at what what is the income that I have and how are those dollars being spent? Where are those dollars going? If you want to be able to plan for the future, you got to assess where you are right now. Absolutely. We have to streamline those as well. We have to make sure that everything that we're paying, I, there's a lot of people that come in and we look through their budget and they have subscriptions they forgot that they had. <laughs> I don't know if you exactly uh, have any of that, Chrissy. That's exactly what happened I was going to send you a screenshot and show you how right? I had two email addresses that for some reason were being pulled for the same streaming site yeah and that was a significant savings for me i thought you guys would be very proud Mm. absolutely you're paying attention that you're paying attention that's the number one um thing that we start to to help people be aware just be Mm -hmm. aware of of those expenses know where your dollars are going know where your money is going uh you you will be as as chrissy just said surprised to find that oh no i'm actually paying $30 $30 extra a month in this bill or that bill and multiply that multiple times for different bills that may be continuous that you forgot about. And we're ne- when you're talking about saving for things like retirement or even saving towards maybe some specific goals, you have a college fund for a kid or grandkid, or maybe, you know, we sat down with the family this uh, past Monday about uh, a goal working towards purchasing a new car, whatever mm-hmm. these other, you know, goals may be when you are, when you are decreasing your expenses and getting rid of, 
um, those nickel and dime expenses that really can drain your account. Think about those dollars being repurposed into mm-hmm. these other other areas, you know, saving for the new car, saving for uh, the college education fund for your kids or grandkids. Or, you know, think about even the compound interest that could accrue over the next 20, 30 years if it's invested. Mm-hmm. Invest those same dollars and make those dollars work for you instead of seeing them just, uh, you know, fizzle out and, and really be wasted. And really, we want to help folks eliminate as much debt as possible before they retire. That's big. So it's not That's just the, the streamline about where your money's going in these little subscription fees and things like this. That may that matters and it makes a big difference over time because those dollars could be going to pay down larger debts like your home right. or your cars. Right. Um, are you overpaying in insurances? Whatever that may look like. Um, so we want to track these expenses and make sure that we're paying down debt because it, the old adage is true. It's really not how much you make. It's how much you spend. (laughs) And so in retirement, if you can get those expenses lower, you can retire earlier um, than you probably even thought if you can make your cost of living lower. If your outgo exceeds your income, your upkeep will be your downfall. Mm -hmm. Girl. Yeah, that's... (laughs) Sorry. I I had to mark that. That is so... (laughs) That is so powerful. Did you make that up? You gotta leave... Uh, no, I wish. Okay, I'm going to pretend you did. Well, that's what we live by, though. I mean, you got to live within your means. And so many families just choose not to because mm-hmm. they are unwilling to delay gratification. We're American. We want it and we want it now. Yeah, it's, it's all... Kind That's of. Right. right. It's all around us. And so we have to be intentional to fight against that if we want to achieve these goals that we have. Now, that doesn't mean you can't have fun. You That's can't right. do things. We want to be a poster family a for that. Yes. Like there is a balance. Mm-hmm. We want to have fun. We want to enjoy life. We want to enjoy our kids and our family and um, do do wonderful, fun things with them. But it's all in this balance and priorities and seasons and timing. Not outliving our lifestyle. That's exactly the key yeah don't spend more than you make because you will always be on this like rat wheel just spinning spinning and going nowhere you're always going to be over consuming and not bringing in enough and so you live in this constant state of stress we we talk so much about peace of mind Mm -hmm. that's going to drain your peace of mind because you are constantly consumed with how do I make more because I got to spend more because it's it's this vicious cycle that's completely unnecessary and now we have met with people Chrissy that's sat down and they have cut their expenses. We've helped them. They've cut it to a bone and they're saying, hey, this is us still living life and having enjoyment without being miserable, right? right. But That's to get important. out of debt as quick as possible. And and so in those moments when you've cut as much as you can and you still uh, want to retire earlier or aren't putting enough away for retirement, you need to then consider your income possibilities. So maybe it's, um, you know, working overtime at the current job you have. Maybe it's uh, turning a hobby into uh, an income, right? Maybe it's a Uber Eats job. <laughs> there's a, there's a few people that that we uh, meet with that that's what uh, they did to get out of debt they went and drove for uber um for a a couple nights a week and helped pay off their mortgage so i mean super um variables in in these possibilities of what you can do to create other income streams as well this is truly the allon difference that jay and Brittany hagee and their team at allon planning partners offer the first step is really to to sit down and do an honest, practical, comprehensive Mm -hmm. review of everything. What we want to do and to to wrap this segment up is when when you walk in, we want to help you do the math. 
help you find uh, those uh, expense to income ratios that you need in order to yeah, enter into retirement. Yeah, what fits for you? What and fits for peace. you and your family? Yeah. So we start there and say, what does your lifestyle look like? How can we minimize your expense, increase your income, and continue to live the lifestyle that you want to live with inflation and everything else going into it over a 30, 40 year period, right? Um, and that's what we look at for every client that comes in. So I would say open up the phone lines and, and let folks call in. And We have 10 spots this week as we do every week for our listeners. So if you want to uh, sit down with us at a complimentary consultation that is free of charge, we would love to sit down with you and try to make simple your complex situation. Next 10 callers, 1-800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. The Allon team is standing by. They will take your call right now, or you can go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. Brittany, what's coming up next? Well, a big question for couples here. Are you and your spouse on the same page when it comes to your finances and maybe even retirement planning? When we come back, some tips for couples. Exchange. I am consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined as always by Jay and Brittany Hagee. Together, Brittany and Jay Hagee own Allon Planning Partners. They also lead the team of financial planners over at Allon. Their website, Allon Planning, A L L O N Planning.com. And Jay and Brittany are not only partners in business, but they are also partners in every area of life. So, this conversation is going to be an interesting one. Sure. <laughs> um, so when it comes to retirement planning for couples, is there a, is there a way to broach that? Yeah. So, so we know that this topic can be uh, a little challenging or maybe even a bit uncomfortable for some people who obviously couples handle money and their relationship very differently. Absolutely. Yeah. So some of our clients prefer to have everything completely separate and they operate from different checking accounts. They see their incomes as completely separate. Others put it all together in one bucket and work as a team. Um, now, if you're asking our opinion there, we certainly believe there is a huge benefit when you are married to operating as a team and putting those together with shared goals, shared desires, shared vision, uh, you know, shared um, mindset with regard to your finances. So there's a lot of uh, uh, great things that come along with that. But I understand, you know, I've had many conversations with couples because of, you know, previous relationships, and yeah, stepchildren, complications, and complications involved that it is actually beneficial for them to to keep things separately. So everyone has a different set of rules that they're working from when it comes to that. But there's benefits to making sure at least even if your accounts are separate, um, that your goals are aligned. I think that is the the main goal that we look for with couples. That you have the I conversation had, at first, I mean, at least with each other. Absolutely. Let's have a conversation. Let's let each other know what's going on, the, the hopes, desires, the dreams. Like I said, a lot of times we work as financial counselors as much as we do yeah. and relationship counselors when it comes to marriage, <laughs> uh, a lot of times as we do financial coaches. Right. But, but even last week, we had a caller call in, set an appointment, 
she called in and brought her husband along and she said, I really made this appointment for me because I have no idea what's going on with our finances because he does everything. <laughs> so will you Whew. guys talk it out and let me understand what's happening? He, he was definitely on board with, uh, with getting um, her information. Sometimes it's great, though, to have a third party involved whenever you're discussing these financial goals and opportunities because there can be communications that are missed, uh, uh, you know, there could be, uh, in conversation, one thing said and one thing heard, and it's good to have a mediator so that someone can say, Hey, you know, I hear here's you how the financial this. goal is really going to be achieved. Right. And I, I understand what you're saying there. Maybe you're hearing it this way. Yeah. Making sure that what is being said is understood, you know, as it's intended, but regardless, because eventually, unless both of you, uh, pass on uh, through a car crash or a plane crash or, you know, at the same time in some, in some tragedy, one will predecease the other. I, I know that at some point I will, or Brittany will predecease one another. Right. And so we have to know what's going on with our financial picture. We have to understand how our retirement accounts are working, how our goals are getting accomplished so that we're not lost if the other one is is gone, well, right? And it's an inevitability, actually, unfortunately. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. And we actually teach. I actually teach a women's only workshop because it's even if you're even if 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 you are married, even if your husband handles all of the finances, or maybe you do as the wife, um, the other spouse really should know what is occurring uh, in case of an emergency. Think not just of something super tragic like death, but even just an injury where you weren't able to properly function and take care of things. Maybe pay some bills and take care of some of those responsibilities that you normally do. The other needs to know about those things. Mm -hmm. Where do those funds come from? How do I pay this bill? What about the mortgage? What you know? all of the different uh, responsibilities there it is really important for both of you to to be on the same page and to to that point uh it's important to discuss expectations. So as we're looking, uh, you know, over a long period of time, when we're looking at, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the road, no matter how far out retirement is. Or if um, you're in retirement right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's important to take a look at, well, it's important to have that conversation about mm -hmm. expectations. Are we going to move? Are we going to downsize? Are we going to uh, start new hobbies uh, when we retire? What, what are we going to do with our time that we're not working now? All of these things need to be talked about. Well, and oftentimes uh, expectations can be premeditated resentments. So wow. if we don't talk about those things and we don't discuss mm -hmm. kind of these expectations that we've built up for one another or for, for ourselves and our minds, mm -hmm. if those aren't brought out into the open and discussed, they often become these resentments that build up. Well, this is avoided. Yeah, this isn't happening. Well, we didn't really discuss that or, you know, Jay and I have experienced that in our own relationship in both with money and mm -hmm. outside of money mm -hmm. and other, other things uh, to where there's those expectations unmet and it's could have been handled. It's frustrating, very, but if I don't know that Brittany has an expectation of me, how do I know I'm meeting it? Or exactly. Not? <laughs> That's where the communication piece is just so, so big here and having those conversations around all of these topics. But of course we're focusing here on the financial aspect of it. So talk about these things early and often within your marriage, you can't just have one conversation and say, hey, we're set. 
you know, kind of like some some individuals may look at uh, their wedding vows. I told you I loved you on our wedding day, and Get I'll let you know back. if it changes. Yeah, like <laughs> right. I told you once. Well, it's not. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's not that way. There's a. Let's just say it this way. There's a healthier approach, and that's what we want to encourage. Having these conversations early and often, setting shared goals, mm-hmm. um, and I just want to encourage here really taking time to listen to to one another, seek to understand how the other one feels Mm -hmm. and why they feel that way. Not just listen thinking, Oh, how am I going to respond to that? Or how am I going to come back to that comment or that thought or, but really listening to try and understand in a, in a such a sacred relationship, like a marriage there, there is a deep desire and a deep love for one another. There there should be Mm -hmm. within that relationship. It should be a safe place to be able to really uncover, Hey, here's how I'm feeling. Here's what I'm wanting out of this. Here's what I'm expecting. Can can we process this together and see if number one is this realistic? Two, can we achieve this? Three, how can we do that? Four, are we even on the same page? Do we want the same mm-hmm. things? And if not, how can we work towards? Being and it's on not the same uncommon page? for couples to get stuck there for a bit, right? Absolutely, because there will be times that you have to work through your own stuff, <laughs> and Certainly. so I have to work through. Okay, here's the expectations that I have when it comes to retirement and how I want to retire, this is what my wife has, right? And now how do I merge those two and how do we discuss those with with each other? We've got a a client right now that is in that exact scenario. mm -hmm. They are in retirement and they are on total opposite pages as to what they what they want to be doing and they're they're working through that and we encourage that have those conversations process that out hey we'll be that sounding board to kind of help you what what's feasible what's not let's look at the overall picture and help you guys get together where you want to be because once you've set those goals together once you've got the expectations established then you can start making financial moves then we can start making plans to those goals but until we have those goal sets set Mm -hmm. and the expectations uh to where we know what we're trying to achieve, we can't really make financial moves based on he says this, she says this, right? <laughs> so we were talking earlier, well, where do you want to go to eat? I don't know. Uh, well, where, where do you want to go eat? I don't know. Let's go to, you know, Outback. No, I don't want to go there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she, like there's there's always... That's a 20 minute game. Now think about your finances. I think every couple has had that conversation at least once a week. And, and think about when it comes to every piece of money that you have and how you're going to retire, right? If we if we have these conversations based around, yeah. we can't get on the same page where we're going to eat, right. you know it's going to take time how much to bigger? get these financial expectations communicated clearly, right? And so then we make the financial moves in order to start uh, creating steps to, to help uh, get to those goals. And so there are plenty of saving strategies and tax advantaged accounts that we can use and us as advisors can help you understand how to use those to reach your goals. Um, And we're going to talk about just a couple while we have a second uh, of of those strategies. And this could go for newlyweds or this could go for couples that have been sharing their lives together for decades or already retired correct okay yeah cool. and they're Let's... already there it's it's never too late to, to start having those conversations about expectations and financial strategies right yep and the phone number is 1-800-971-4549 and the website is alon a-l-l-o-n planning.com so a couple strategies obviously there are tons of strategies but a couple that i wanted to highlight today uh is your IRA uh, contributions because a lot of folks don't realize when you're married, one of the huge benefits is even if you're as a one spouse, not employed, if you're, if you're not employed, but your spouse is, 
under certain stipulations, they can make a spousal contribution to your IRA. So both can contribute. That's absolutely right. So you can double up your IRA contributions or Roth Mm -hmm. contributions. A lot of folks don't do that. It's a huge strategy that people miss out on because they're like, well, I didn't make any earned income. I can't contribute to a Roth or an IRA. Well, yes, you can if your spouse did and you meet these certain qualifications. And we help our uh, clients walk through that all the time. Uh, And that's what we can offer is a complimentary consultation. We invite 10 listeners every week, as you know, to come in and sit down with us and talk through their situation. And you may be a married couple listening today and think, man, we've not really talked through some of these things or or maybe we've talked through it generally, but maybe we need to be a bit more specific and flesh that conversation out a bit more to to lay out specific goals and and be able to put together a specific plan to get to where we want to be. How are each of our goals and expectations going to be met? And do we have a plan in place to meet those? And that's what we provide. And I mean, you might also be, uh, you know, in a situation where you don't agree as to what you want or to where you're headed. We can help you talk through the pros and cons of certain scenarios and different options mm-hmm. you may have and help you to see, uh, you know, all of the the pros and cons of those so that you guys can together as a married couple make informed decisions regarding your finances. We want to be a resource. We want right. to be a tool. We want to be a help and a support to, to help uh, sh- shot put you into where you want to be within your future. So feel free to give us a call today. We'd love to take the time to sit down with you, learn more about you, your situation, what you're looking for, how you want to invest, what you're trying to get uh, out of your retirement years, what you're working towards. And we'd love to sit down and have those conversations with you today. And you can call Jay and Brittany Hagee at 800-971-4549. That's 1-800-971-4549. 49, investing in yourself and investing in your financial future is very important to the folks at Allon. The number again, 800-971-4549. Jay, what's coming up next? You know you're saving for retirement, but do you really know what's going on behind the scenes with your money? Are financial termites eating away at your hard-earned savings? Well, when we come back, we'll outline several strategies that could help stretch those retirement dollars. Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. Jay, Brittany, we've been talking about saving for retirement, and it's Mm -hmm. a very big job. And now that people are living longer, it seems like we have to save more. Mm -hmm. How are people expected to manage their savings and stretch their money so they don't run out? That's a great question, and that's something that we actually hit on heavy when folks come in is how do we stretch those dollars, right? Because people are living longer these days. It's uh, statistically proven. Uh, We were going over those statistics earlier about how many people in the world right now are actually 100 years old or older, and it's over 400,000. And uh, that number is considered to increase over the next 25 years to millions of folks who will be under the over the age of 100. It's it's kind of crazy because of medical advances. We're all living longer. So how do we make these dollars stretch longer? So the first three things that I talk about is with your retirement investments. When you come in, we look at the return you're getting. We look at the risk that you're taking to get that return. And we look at the fees. 
So the first thing that I want to talk about today are those fees. Um, do you really know what you're paying in fees? Most people, when they walk in, they don't. Uh, here's an example. But they of, think they do. They think they yeah. do. But I just got a few examples of fees that you may not have ever even heard of before. One are expense ratio fees. So these are fees of your mutual mutual funds, your index funds, your exchange traded funds um, that charge an annual uh, expense ratio fee for you to hold your money there, right? Most people know that they have those. Those are more common. But here's some that you may not know about. One uh, is a mutual fund transaction fee. Uh, brokers, which we work as fiduciary independent advisors, we do not work as a broker dealer. So we do not sell what's called loaded mutual funds. But a lot of brokers do sell loaded mutual funds. These are commissions that are charged on your mutual funds as transaction fees. So when you buy into a mutual fund, you may have a load as high as 5 to 7% that you're paying just to get into that fund, right? Wow. Um, a lot of people don't know that they're paying those loads. Mm -hmm. You should, if nothing else, come in and get your fees reviewed with us so that we can give you a clear picture of here's what you're paying and here's what it costs you to be invested the way that you are. Another fee that you'd be paying is an investment fee. This is a fee that goes directly to the investment manager who is managing the portfolio. So you'll see this anywhere from maybe, um, you know, if you're lucky, 1% up to two, two and a quarter, something like that is pretty typical. So that's something else to, to mm -hmm. look at and know exactly what that is, who's getting that and why, why you're paying it. So going back to the initial question, how do we make these uh, dollars in our savings stretch longer? One is make sure you're not overpaying fees, right? Make sure that your portfolio is working for you. Secondly, I want to look at allocation. I want to look at how you're positioned in your funds. So if you need them to stretch longer, we can't take huge losses. That's the number one rule we always talk about. Don't, don't lose, lose money. money. And so if you don't, if you're, if you're in a place to where you're exposed to big losses, we have to make big gains in order to make those up. So we want to make sure your allocation is in target and in line with your goals. That's the second one. And, and we do that by building a retirement plan. We want to make sure we build an income plan, a retirement plan, a tax plan that makes sure you're tax efficient and you're not paying too much money to Uncle Sam and an estate plan so that the, the after you're even gone that your loved ones can more easily uh, obtain what you've uh, saved over your lifetime. Um, so I would say build a retirement plan is a key to making sure that your savings stretch out over time. It's, it's, it's the main thing we do. 800-971-4549 or going online to Allon Exchange, A-L-L-O-N, exchange.com, and setting up an appointment. The Allon team is standing by. You can call right now, sit down, and Brittany and Jay will give you the roadmap of where you're at now and mm -hmm. also help figure out where you want to be and how to get there. So take advantage of this opportunity. Again, it's 800 971 so, Chrissy, we've been doing this long enough that we understand that there are two types of people listening right now. You have a, a, a one person who says, I haven't planned anything. It doesn't matter if they're 20 or they're 70. Uh, age is irrelevant. They haven't, they haven't planned for their retirement, and they're just trying to make ends meet. Those people... There's no reason that you should not be setting an appointment with us right now because it's a free complimentary way to say, here's some good 
starter points. Here's some good steps to get you started in a plan. Okay. That's the first people. The second group of folks that, that I know is listening right now may have a financial advisor. They may have someone who is, who is doing investment planning for them. Right. And they may consider themselves having a plan. Well, you may have a plan, but if you don't know some of the things that I've just talked to you about earlier, like what is your return, not just an average return, but what is your sequence of returns? What is the risk and the allocation levels that you're taking? What fees are you paying inside and out, known or unknown? Are you working with a fiduciary or are you working with a broker, right? What is what are the, What does that all look like? So if you're in that category and you're like, well, I have a plan, but I'm a little unsure of how all of these things that you're talking about work, you definitely need to set an appointment with us because a lot of folks have an investment advisor or someone giving them advice. It could be their brother, their nephew, their uncle uh, giving them investment advice, but a lot of folks don't really have a financial plan. So I would say today, call and be one of these 10 people that we allow to sit down with us uh, every week and let's put a plan together for you, whether you fall in the category of never having a plan and, and not even knowing where to start, or I've got some sort of plan here, but I'm it's loose and I really don't know that it's going to get me all the way to 100 if I live that, that long, right? And so I would say I want to encourage everyone out there today to, to create time to, to do what's right for you in, in your future and do some planning. And so, and coming up next, it's your favorite time of the week, right? That's it. Time once again to answer your questions. That and much more when we come back. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. This show has flown by and it's the most fun segment of the week. We have had a ton of calls from listeners and they want to pick your brain. So we are going to be getting to a couple of those. And real quick, if you have questions, you can always set up an appointment with Jay and Brittany and the team at Allon Planning online at Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N planning.com or by calling 1-800-971-4549. 971 So before we get to Albert, who's going to be up first, Brittany, you had wanted to touch on financial education, which is just a running theme of the show, it seems. It is. That's one of the things we really talk about pretty frequently, financial literacy. Uh, and that's something actually, as Allen Planning Partners, and of course here on the show, the Allen Exchange, that that's our platform, is education. And we want to be a resource to consistently offer information to help uh, empower individuals and families to be able to make fin- wise and sound financial decisions. Uh, and so we've got a clip here from a former Senator Heidi Heitkamp. She's a sought after speaker here on the subject of financial literacy. Let's take a look at what she's got to, to say. Well, we haven't been financially literate for a lot of years. When I was attorney general, I would just shake my head when I would see the kinds of scams people would fall for. You know, we could educate seniors not to buy into the Nigerian scam or we could start at the beginning. You know, how do you buy insurance? You know, how do you file your your tax returns without spending $500 to do it? And there really was not an appetite within the education system to actually build out that kind of classwork. And as a result, we continue to fall further behind. 
And that right there is exactly why we do segments just like this, to provide an avenue for listeners to be able to ask their real life questions. Here's what's going on in my world. Here's what's going on in my specific situation. How do I handle this? What's a potential solution? Or what does this mean? I don't understand this financial concept. Can you explain that? So that's that is the reason we have this segment on the show. So I think you said our first caller is Albert, right, Chrissy? Yes, Albert calling from Chattanooga says, hi, Brittany and Jay, what does period certain mean on an annuity contract? The complex language of the contract is tough to understand. A look at payout options looks like there's a cutoff age. I don't have a current advisor with the annuity company. Okay, well, Albert, uh, annuity contracts actually are pretty complex. So I would advise you to sit down with us um, to go over your full annuity contract because because that language could mean many things. But pay but period certain ultimately is talking about your payout period. So that what that does is gives you a certain amount of years that it's guaranteeing that you get payout for on that annuity contract. And so when you decide uh, what payout option that you want to receive in an annuity contract that is going to dictate the terms so we we would love to sit down and review that contract if you don't have anybody to review that for you but period certain typically means the certain amount of time that it went annual or monthly or whatever that looks like that you receive income from that annuity contract and most of the time that that because it's a period certain, which mm-hmm. means it's it's spanning a specific timeline, that that would continue even if you were to pass away, that that would continue to That's whoever right. you have designated your as your beneficiaries, um, even if you were to pass away. So that that's... But annuity contracts can be complex. So sit down with us and we'll be glad to go over it with you. And Albert, thank you so much for the question. If you want to set up your appointment with Brittany and Jay, again, 800-971-4549. James is next, and he is calling from Chatsworth. James said, is there a way to locate an investment account I lost track of many years ago? The firm that I invested with sold to other firms. Mm, Tracking down funds, huh? Seems like we do that often, right? You guys find money. That's right. (laughs) We do that often. Um, so there are there's many ways a, to do yeah, that. Yeah, there's a few ways. I mean, first place to, to start, obviously, if you could call your uh, the HR department of the company you worked for, uh, you can certainly ask, begin there. You know, could you give me the name of the company where the investments, the yeah, where the investments were held? Or if it, like you said, in your case, James, if it was sold to other firms, who was it sold to? That would at least give you a a, a company name to be able to Google at the very least and look up a phone number and call them. And of course, giving them your information, they'd be able to locate uh, your account if you indeed did have one. But if that's not an option or that that does not work, there is an office of unclaimed funds within each state. Usually it's a part of the state comptroller. The website you can visit is usa.gov forward slash unclaimed hyphen money. I know that's kind of lengthy, so I'll say it again. USA.gov forward slash unclaimed hyphen money. 
and you can go there. I'm actually looking I at their do website that or, too, if yeah. I can. <laughs> Everyone should do that. I know. It's hey, it's not a bad idea because on this page, I mean, it's it's just a great resource for you. There's all kinds of different links to different states. Um, so this isn't just for people locally here in Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama area. It's much broader. You know, multiple states here, really nationwide. How to find your unclaimed money? So how to do it? Searching for money from past employers, um, from any unclaimed insurance policies, uh, maybe from tax refunds you haven't received, uh, maybe from different banking and investments, uh, really anything. There's a lot of different places that you can look through this single website as a resource. So hopefully between those two things, that'll give you a place to start. And uh, we hope you find it, James. That stinks to not be able to have your hands on account that is yours. So um, good luck in, in hunting that out. And hopefully those resources help you. Thank you guys for that. I will keep you posted. You guys could save me maybe like 150 bucks for the week by the end of this. And that let's do it. That's not bad. Uh, let's see. So we're going to go to Athens next where Saul has a question. Saul asks, is there a good rule of thumb for how much of my IRA should be invested in safe investments at the age of 60? Or is it just a matter of personal preference? It's a great question, Saul. Um, we look at that very individualistic. So a lot of times I could give you a general rule and say, hey, you should be 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds, or you should be, you know, based on your age, it's a rule of 100. And so you should take 100 minus your age. And uh, that's how many stocks you should hold. So you should hold 40% stocks and 60% uh, or equities and 60% bonds at that age. But you know, everyone's plan looks different, because everyone has different goals. We talked about it at the beginning of this show, uh, depending on the expenses that you have, is going to dictate how you utilize the buckets of money that you have and how much risk you need to take in order to continue paying the expenses that you have. So what I would say, Saul, honestly, then this is where is a perfect time for you to sit down with someone uh, that can look at your certain situation and say, here's exactly how you should be invested in your IRAs with the amounts of money that you have with the goals that you have based on the expenses that you're paying every month, right? So call in, sit down with us, go on our website, fill out the form, and uh, we would love to sit down with you and discuss your individual situation. And that number, 800-971-4549 or Allon Exchange, A-L-L-O-N Exchange.com. And to round it out, we've got a question from Lucille who's asking, I heard you talk about having an emergency fund, but I'm not sure how to determine how much should be in an emergency fund. Is there an easy formula to use? And should I have more or less in this fund after retirement? Yes, Lucille. Emergency fund is something we definitely encourage every household to establish. Again, we talk about unexpected. Unexpected will arise, and that emergency fund is for things just like that. So ideally, you would have anywhere between 6 to 12 months of living expenses in an emergency fund. Now, don't let that scare you. Because if you're just beginning, you're like, man, that seems like How such do a yeah, large number. Don't let that scare you. Don't get, don't mm -hmm. get, uh, you know, set back by that. Start small. Just begin. We sat down with a family this last week, Jay and I together, and talked through the beginning stages of how to do this. They had one month's, uh, um, they had one month's expenses saved up in an emergency fund. And that's a great start. That's what we talk about. You need to have at least 
three months would be kind of your beginning goal. Uh, you know, say you have one month already saved. S s work towards three months of your living expenses saved up as an emergency fund. Once you get there, you can then work towards the six. Once you get there, you can get, the, you know, then work to build up to the full year so that you have, you know, that larger emergency fund available at any point. So, so just to get started, begin with the three months of your living expenses and those shouldn't necessarily change after retirement. It really depends on what your expenses are. So if your expenses decrease in retirement, then your emergency fund could decrease, uh, you know, so it, it kind of would just depend on what you're spending and what, what your monthly expenses really uh, come out to be. And I learned something from every single caller we had today and the answers that you guys provided. And I think that's such an important takeaway in building your financial future, wherever you're starting from, Jay and Brittany Hagee and the team at Allon Planning have your back. They want to welcome you into their family, and that's truly how they look at it. They're offering this true practical financial review that's comprehensive, that breaks down everything, that explains fees, taxes, potential hazards that you might encounter down the road, Make sure your plan is aligned with your goals and it's all applied to your own personal financial situation. With regard to this whole concept of finance, financial literacy, when someone comes in and sits down with us, you're not going to get a bunch of this financial jargon and this terminology that you don't understand. Again, we we platform what we do on education, we want to make it simple and easy to understand. Um, and so that's the kind of conversation you can expect when you come in and sit down with us, simplified concepts, uh, so that it's really conversational. And it, we have an open conversation to where you have every opportunity to interrupt and be like, Hey, what does that term mean? I don't understand that. Or, Hey, can you explain this? Or somebody mentioned this to me, would it be a good fit or whatever the case may be? We want to listen. We want to we want to hear what you have to say. We want to hear the questions you bring. And we we build in space in our appointments for that. That is so important for us to know that the people we sit with have an opportunity to ask those questions and that they can leave feeling empowered, feeling educated, feeling at peace, knowing, man, I really learned something. I learned and I understand and I'm building this relationship with these these individuals and these professionals to where uh, I, I'm at peace and knowing, hey, we, we can move forward in this because I, I actually understand. I can grasp this. And that's, that's what we want to do. So Again, as we've talked about today, uh, many people are paying uh, fees that they don't even know about. So many people are taking unnecessary risk with their investment accounts. Uh, concepts and, and strategies like social security planning, distribution planning, um, you know, taxes and how to minimize those. Uh, of course, the continuing concern of inflation, all of these things that are on our minds and topics that we have discussed even today, getting on the same page with your spouse regarding your finances, all of these things we've discussed, we would love to sit down with you one-on-one -on -one and offer this complimentary consultation to, uh, again, allow you space to ask those questions and uh, have those answered in, in a safe environment, comfortable environment, uh, where it's really conversational. That's what we want to offer today sit down and Brittany and Jay will help figure out where you want to be and how to get there. So take advantage of this opportunity. Again, it's 800-971-4549.
Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Allon Planning Partners is not affiliated with Foundations Investment Advisors. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity offering or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rate and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.